Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Decal Download Podcast. We are your source for the latest news and information from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. With Commissioner Amy Jacobs, I'm Reg Griffin. We appreciate you joining us this week and every week. You can always find us at decal.ga.gov or on social media. You look for us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Well, one of our most popular features last year on Decal Download was a feature called A Day in the Life, where we talked with members of our Decal team about their jobs and daily responsibilities. The Georgia Professional Development System for Early Childhood Educators is an innovative resource developed specifically for early child care and education professionals. On Georgia PDS, you make a profile that tracks your job history, diplomas, and certificates, along with conveniently searching and registering both you and your staff for daily training. Georgia training approval is under workforce supports in our professional learning division, and on a daily basis, they work with state-approved trainers or organizations that provide training for child care professionals. And Commissioner, this week, we're talking with two of our training approval specialists. Uh, we are, and it's exciting to uh, get more information into what they do on uh, their day-to-day routine. You know, we created the podcast, I don't know, what, over two years ago, really, for our decal team members um, to learn more about and just have something to listen to while they're riding around visiting programs. Um, but now we learn that lots of childcare programs and advocates and organizations um, listen in as well. So I know they'll be just as interested to hear um, about a day in the life of our uh, training approval folks. Well, you know, they say um, that time flies when you're having fun. We've actually been doing this thing like four years now, believe no it way. or not. We have. <laughs> wow. Going back to 2019, believe it or not. Oh, oh boy. So, yeah, we've done a lot. And and uh, we always encourage folks, go back if you've missed anything. This uh, We keep them all archived there all the way back to the beginning. So uh, if you want to hear how things have changed, a lot of interest around that 2020 time frame when right. things definitely changed. So you can hear all of that. Well, joining us uh, this week are Janet Herrera and Miranda Murphy, both training approval specialists with Georgia Training Approval. And ladies, welcome to the podcast. I think this might be your first time. For me, it is my first time, but um, thank you for the invitation. Absolutely. We're thrilled to have both of you here. Let's start by learning more about you guys. How long have you been with DECAL? Uh, what were you doing before you joined us? Where did you go to school? All those questions. Janet, let's start with you. Well, as I said, thank you again for having us. I have been with DECAL for almost one year, so I'm a newbie here, uh, but loving it. Before DECAL, I had the privilege of working with teachers, children, and families in various positions with Head Start, Early Head Start, and pre-K programs for about 24 years. I attended Gainesville College, what is now University of North Georgia, and then transferred to finish my degree at Piedmont College, located in a beautiful town up in the North Georgia mountains. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, That's interesting. So you've been with us for one year, but it's not like you don't have any experience. Only 24 years in pre-K and Head Start. That's fantastic. How do you like it so far? I I love it. I love it. Um, Everybody here at DECAL is wonderful, very supportive. And yes, 24 years in the early childhood field, but 
um, couldn't be at a better place where we continue to work um, just supporting the overall uh, atmosphere for early childhood uh, education. Right. Well, you really show the the depth and breadth of the experience that our folks have over 700 strong here at DECAL. So uh, I love that story. Miranda, how about you? Yes. Good morning. Thank you all for having me as well. So unlike Janet, I have been with DECAL for almost nine years. <laughs> um, throughout those nine years, I was previously an infant toddler specialist for around six years and then in my current position as a training approval specialist for going um, on about three years now. Okay. Before DECAL with um, another state agency with the Division of Child Support Services and an agent in our local office. Okay. And, you know, I'm curious uh, because a lot of times we post openings, you know, um, off to our team, to folks on the outside that, that aren't part of DECAL. How did you decide to move? Did you did you see a job opening? Were you curious about this area that you're in now? How did how did that happen? Yeah. So when I was um, had the privilege of coming over to Decal, my background before working at the child support office was in early education. So I've kind of flipped between early education and working in child care centers mm. and doing social services jobs. So when the position as an infant toddler specialist came over, I thought it was a great mix between the two different, um, my background. Great. Well, we've given a brief description of Georgia PDS, but how do you describe it? And why is it important to early childhood educators here in Georgia? We'd also like to hear a little bit about your role with early education community through Georgia PDS. So, Miranda, I'll start with you. Okay. So, um, Georgia PDS, or what the um, name is, Georgia Professional Development System, is a system that early care professionals, they can use to register for training, store their training certificates and their credentials. But as far as state-approved trainers, and those are the people that um, Janet and I mostly work with on a day-to-day basis, interested applicants, they can use Georgia PDS to apply to become an approved trainer. And then once they are approved, trainers can use the Georgia PDS system to submit trainings for approval, advertise their training sessions, they can track attendance of the participants, and then they can also provide the certificates to the attendees directly into their Georgia PDS profile without having to issue paper certificates. Um, But I think it's an important tool for early educators and very helpful and that they themselves can track their training hours without having to, you know, keep up with paper certificates or add up their hours. Um, They can register for training through Georgia PDS, and they can also attend the OLLI trainings. Um, And I'm not sure everyone is familiar with the OLLI trainings, but for those people that don't know, OLLI is our online learning library initiative where participants can attend self-paced online trainings for free of charge. Um, And these trainings are available 24-7. If you want to get up at 3 o'clock in the morning or 10 o'clock at night, you can take those trainings whenever you want to. And they're actually provided by DECAL. Um, And then the good thing is that the certificates will be available in Georgia PDS profile within um, 24 hours of completing the actual training and assessment. So, you know, sometimes it's down to the wire and they're trying to get those hours in. And the good thing about Ollie is, you know, they don't have to work, wait for a trainer or schedule a training. They can just go on Georgia PDS and go ahead and take those trainings. Janet, anything to add? Marina did a wonderful job of describing it. And I would just 
like to add that it's a multi-purpose professional platform, platform because it has many features. Um, it's important for all early childhood educators and the workforce because, of course, it does assist them in finding and keeping track of those trainings. And I would definitely encourage any early childhood educators and the workforce that is not currently using Georgia PDS to get set up and not miss all the benefits it has to offer. So you are both what we call training approval specialists. Kind of walk us through your average day at DECAL. Um, Janet, Start. we'll start with you on this one. Sure. Um, well, first of all, no day is like the other day. <laughs> it kind of it changes, but just to kind of give you a picture on an average day, um, I check and respond to any new or pending emails. Um, I'm the second uh, person of contact, so I help Miranda throughout the day with any support needed with calls for assistance, questions, or inquiries for training or trainer application status. I'm continuously checking the Georgia PDS system during the day for any applications that are incoming to review as new or pending for trainer designation, training, conferences, approved sponsor organization applications, and approved sponsor organization training. Um, I also attend any scheduled meetings and work in collaboration very closely with other workforce team members with special projects that we have going on within our unit. And I, I failed to ask this off the top of the podcast. Are you working out of your home? Uh, do you have to come into the office? What's the the mix on that? So I am currently a home base, but um, also travel for meetings or as needed in our main office. Gotcha. Okay. Miranda, how about you? How would you describe your average day? <laughs> <laughs> On an average day, um, I'm the first point of contact for communication. So there is a um, call system where calls can come through to training approval I provide support and technical assistance to the ECE professionals and also to trainers. Um, calls can vary from professionals needing assistance with verifying if a training is state approved, um, if they need help on how to upload training to um, different things like training for trainers needing assistance to coming up with different content or ideas when they're trying to develop a training. Um, so from day to day, I review trainer and ASO, which are approved sponsor organization applications, as well as um, the trainings that they're going to provide. So at the moment, there are several workforce projects that are going on in the workforce um, department that Janet and I are in due to the ARPA funding that we have. So we have our hands in a lot of those projects as well. So mm. that's a little bit different than, you know, our day-to-day -day reviewing the different trainer and training applications. So that's really exciting right now because it's a little bit different, like I said, than what we kind of do on a daily basis. And there are several different projects going on. So we get to um, network and kind of work with different people in different, departs of, different departments of the agency that we wouldn't technically technically on a day-to-day -day basis work with. Mm -hmm. And you're also working from your home? Yes. So okay. I also work from home. And like Janet said, unless we have meetings that we have to attend in the office, um, there is one 
thing that Janet and I are going to start back doing, which is going to be the quality assurance visits. So that'll kind of get us out in um, the field a little bit where we will go and observe some of the trainers as they're presenting their trainings. And so that'll kind of put us on the road a little bit and get us out of the house. But right now we <laughs> are at home. All righty. Very good. So how much training is required of early childhood professionals in Georgia? And also, you talked a little bit about uh, one of the benefits of Georgia PDS being that you kind of automatic, teachers automatically have their certificates and training all in one place. So they're not looking for paper documents everywhere. Talk a little bit more about that uh, as well, please. There are 10 hours of yearly professional development training that is required for employees in a licensed child care learning center or family child care um, learning home. And as far as the second question, um, Georgia PDS system does offer the benefit of storing all the training certificates when uploaded. So that, that's very important because um, you have to upload it into your profile for it to be stored and um, benefit from not having to keep track of the uh, paper ones. Some Georgia PDS users continue to keep training certificates, which is good. It's always to have a backup one, but it is nice to know that when you upload them into Georgia PDS, if you happen to lose the paper copy, you have one store in your Georgia PDS profile. So let me ask you this, is all of the training that we're doing in-house or can someone listening today become a certified trainer uh, for DECAL? How does that work? Yeah, so Red, I'm glad you asked that question. Some of the trainings that are on Georgia PDS are offered through DECAL or the Child Care Resource and Referral Agencies, but we do have several that are provided through state-approved trainers. Um, in order to provide a training for credit, you do first have to become an approved trainer or an approved sponsor organization. So an approved trainer would be an independent person, and then an approved sponsor organization would be an actual training company or a training organization. Okay. But on Georgia PDS, um, you can view the requirements and complete the application. The first step is to create a Georgia PDS account and have your official transcripts verified through the Professional Standards Commission. Um, and then the Professional Standards Commission, they will assign a career level, and then your career level determines what type of trainer you can apply to become. So we have different levels of trainers. We have specialty trainers as well as trainer one, trainer two, and trainer three. The requirements are similar with a few differences, um, but for all of them, you do have to at least have a bachelor's degree and three years of experience, as well as some other requirements to be approved. Um, there are also an orientation course that's located on Georgia PDS and then some training for trainer courses that are required before you can apply. And, and this sounds like such a big project to me when you consider all of the early education professionals who rely on us for training. How do you determine uh, what courses are offered and, and how they'll be facilitated? So we don't actually have to determine what courses or how they'll be facilitated. Once the training has been approved, the trainers themselves are responsible for the who, what, when, and where of the training. Mm -hmm. They're independent trainers, and many of them, you know, operate as a business. So they can use Georgia PDS to advertise those sessions and um, to issue those certificates, but they're the ones that are responsible for deciding who they present the trainings to 
and um, how much they charge for a particular training. So we don't govern any of that. They're over all of that. That's good information. Well, since we all work at DECAL, we all know the importance of high quality early learning. So talk a little bit about how the Georgia training approval assures that our youngest learners are receiving a high quality education at the early stages of their life. Um, Georgia training approval plays a vital role because we ensure that um, training provided for early care and education professionals is consistent with current child development research uses sound adult learning principles and promotes quality and developmentally appropriate programs for young children. All right. Very good. So guys, one of the things we do when we're talking about a day in the life of one of our decal team members is kind of ask some fun questions of you. Uh, so if you don't mind, we're going to bring these out um, for fun on uh, this week's podcast. Uh, and let's start with you, Miranda, on this one. The highlight of your day is what? Hmm. So I think the highlight of my day, I think, would be when I have been on a long phone call with a caller. And at the end, they're like, oh, my God, I got it. I can't believe I didn't find that myself or I can't believe I didn't know how to do that myself. Thank you so much. So for hmm. me, it's more so of the appreciation from the people that I'm assisting so it just makes my day and makes me want to work harder and get more done when I can tell that the people that we're servicing are actually appreciating the work that we're doing for them. Yeah. Janet, how about you? Listening to some of the um, customer satisfaction feedback when we assist people in many different ways um, through the phone calls and, and even through emails, um, but more so also with me just uh, accomplishing that I had a very productive day that I approved a lot of training. Hmm. And um, so, yeah, just the overall feeling of a uh, just sense of accomplishment. Yeah. Nothing better than that at the end of a long day. All right. Uh, think on this one for just a second, Janet, what is the most challenging part of your day? Most challenging. Oh, that's a good question, Reg. Um, I think being fairly new into decals, some challenging would be still trying to work through a lot of uh, different things that might come up that are new. Um, so I, I would say I'm still going through some challenging times, but um, working through it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, it took me and it, Miranda and I have been here about the same amount of time. I've been here 10 years. I think you've been here nine. Miranda, and it takes a while, you know, it's, it's a different, every organization is different and we've got our own culture and our own acronyms and all of that. And sometimes just across the board to learn how to work with each of the divisions, it's a little bit of a challenge. So I understand Miranda, how about you? What's your most challenging part of the day? I would say my most challenging part of the day are the days when I have long trainings to review. So for example, the CDA training, the CDA training is 120 hours, oh. so we have to look at the entire training <laughs> before it's approved. Oh, wow. Yes, from beginning to end and, you know, to make sure that it meets all of the requirements. So those, I would say, would be my most challenging days are when I have to review the CDA trainings. And they don't, I can't do it all in one day. So it's not like a feeling of accomplishment, like Janet said, at the end of the day, because I'm going to have to also look at that <laughs> training 
multiple the next days. day. And yeah, really. So commissioner, when you're having your worst day, you need to remember that Miranda's out there somewhere reviewing 120 hours. <laughs> That's a lot. Absolutely. <laughs> worth of content for CDA. All right. Now here's a fun one for you guys. You could never get your job done without help from fill in the blank. I could never get my job done without help from Miranda. We'll let you start. Janet. Ah, good answer. <laughs> it would be also reciprocal because I would say I could not get my job done without Miranda. <laughs> All right. So you guys are codependent on each other. That's important. <laughs> I love that. And the final question here at the end of the day, my favorite comfort food. What's your favorite comfort food? We'll start with Janet. Oh, gosh, that's a hard <laughs> question. <laughs> uh, but I think uh, my favorite comfort food would be uh, chocolate, mm. fortunately, but yes. <laughs> that gives you something in common with Commissioner Jacobs, I believe. Exactly. I was thinking the same thing. You're a smart lady. <laughs> people people always bring her chocolate when they have a tough question to ask. That's <laughs> or donuts. A, I like donuts. Or donuts. That's right. Or french fries. French fries are good, too. <laughs> Miranda, what do you think? Um, mine is going to sound like a very kiddish answer, but mine is going to be pizza and ice cream. So I can oh, yeah. <laughs> always go for pizza and ice cream. You know, there are days we were talking about at the end of the day when you're kind of looking back on what you've accomplished that day and all of that. There are days and nights that you say to yourself, you know what? I deserve pizza and ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Tonight's the night. <laughs> So what do you guys see on the horizon for Georgia training approval uh, as we move into 2023? And you talked about how several things changed with uh, the, the ARPA money and all of that, that kind of guided you in a little bit of a different direction. What do you see for 2023? Well, I'm glad you also asked that because we have several things on the horizon and exciting plans um, for 2023 with Georgia training approval. We have revised the trainer and admin workforce knowledge and competencies. So those are going to be coming out shortly. We are going to introduce words from the workforce. So that's going to be a way that we try to communicate with the members of the workforce. So that could be the child care teachers, directors, any of the ECE professionals, just to kind of let them know what's going on in the workforce. Um, as I mentioned earlier, um, Janet and I are going to start back with the quality assurance visits with our trainers. So just providing more support to them out in the field. Um, and then we have lots of professional development opportunities coming up for the trainers. And there's something else that Janet and I do um, that's called mocktails with Miranda and Janet. And that's an opportunity for kind of like what we're doing now. We just kind of get on Zoom and we kind of chit chat with the trainers about different topics. It's not anything formal. We don't have any type of agenda or script or topics planned ahead. And the trainers can just come on and either talk to each other about different challenges or different things that they have going on, or they can you know, ask questions of Janet and I. So we're there as a support as well. So we're gonna continue with those um, and hope that the participation increases with that as well. And they have to bring their own mocktails for these meetings? <laughs> yes, the they are responsible for their own drink. <laughs> I, I, I love that idea. See, I had no idea that was going on out in right. decal world. That's amazing. Well, that's a lot uh, to look forward to. This is such a great resource and each of you are such a great resource for early educators. Where can people get more information about Georgia training approval? 
we have various ways that you can get information and get in touch with us. But if you would like more information about Georgia training approval and how to become a trainer or approved sponsor organization, you can visit our website at www.georgiapds.decal.ga.gov and make sure you click on the trainer tab. You can also reach us at trainingapproval at decal.ga.gov or you can call us at 404-267-2760 and please make sure you choose option number two, training approval. Well, that's terrific. And we really, really appreciate uh, Miranda and Janet. I, I can, just in this podcast, I can feel the appreciation you guys have for each other and the dynamic uh, of you working together. So thanks for everything you do for DECAL. And hey, thanks for sharing a day in your life. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you. This was really fun. Now, what are your questions for Commissioner Jacobs? Let's go to the water cooler. Hello, my name is Yolanda Harris and I work in the Applicant Service Unit in Atlanta. My question for Commissioner Jacobs is, how do you deal with the traffic in Atlanta? Well, Yolanda, uh, thanks for submitting a question. Uh, traffic in Atlanta is definitely uh, difficult to deal with on some days. And you know, you just kind of have to grin and bear it and just accept that there's nothing you can do about it. Um, I'll, you know, I use that time in the mornings. I think I've said this before to listen to the Burt show. No, I don't listen to NPR probably should <laughs> or other news radio. I probably should, but it's kind of my just time to tune out or just kind of prepare for the day. And then going home, I feel like it's worse in the afternoons, mm -hmm. uh, which can be frustrating. And then I'll, you know, turn on some type of podcast. Sometimes it's educational. Sometimes it's just for entertainment. Um, but you know, there's nothing we can do about it. And so you just kind of, just gotta know that there's nothing we can do to change it and just be prepared to stay calm and stay safe. You know, you do need to check out every now and then. I mean, I think that's yeah. important just yeah. for some kind of just useless entertainment, oh. uh, you know, from that standpoint. Um, we might want to point out that in the past couple of years, we have definitely had some changes within our own team. Many of them are now uh, based at home. So they, they might be traveling around the state, but they're doing it from a home office. And that's got to be nice, particularly for the people in the uh, metropolitan areas around Georgia that that do have traffic. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely saves those those folks uh, and probably a good hour or two at a minimum. Um, it's you definitely get more done when you're not sitting in the car, you know, trying to get to the office. I feel that way sometimes. But, you know, sometimes you need to be in the office. And um, yeah, but happy to be able to support a lot of our uh, employees with working from home. That's that still finding again from COVID-19, unfortunately, That's right. but That's right. we learned that we can do it and it's working out pretty well. Now it's your chance at winning a nice prize in the decal download quiz. We'll draw one name from all the correct answers to this question. Email your response to decal download at decal.ga.gov. Here's the question. How many hours of training are required annually for early childhood educators in Georgia. How many hours of training are required annually for early childhood educators 
in Georgia. Answer that correctly. We'll put your name in a hat and you could win a prize from Chick-fil-A, Fun Spot America, Georgia Aquarium, the Georgia Lottery, the School Box, Waffle House, and the World of Coca-Cola Museum. Once again, how many hours of training are required annually for early childhood educators in Georgia? Send your response to decal download at decal.ga.gov. Thanks for playing and good luck. Thanks for listening to the decal download podcast. The Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning improves outcomes for children and families by strengthening early learning experiences in partnership with early education programs, professionals, stakeholders, families, and communities. Their vision is that every child in Georgia will have equal access to high-quality early care and education. For more information, visit their website at decal.ga.gov. Join the conversation at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Follow Commissioner Jacobs on Twitter at C-O-M-M Jacobs. Thank you.